it's been a while. We got a lot to talk about. So let's get into it. As always, I'm Maurice, and you're listening to Category Is. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Category Is. I know it's been a minute. I did kind of promise um, we'd be a bit more regular, but, you know, life happens. Life gets in the way. Been hella busy with a lot going on here. Um, You know, coming up on a year here in Chicago, still adjusting to that. Um, Paper Genius also picked up we had a lot a busy summer and now it's holiday season so we got a lot of things um going on there just dropped a couple of new holiday card lines um and designs so be sure to check out papergenius.com to see what's available get your cards um your christmas cards and holiday cards before before the rush i was also doing some traveling um went back to philly what, a couple weeks ago, like three weeks ago. Um, so my bestie, she had her baby. You know, I went back in July for the baby shower. And then, you know, so now she had the baby in September. And then she invited me to come, you know, meet the, meet my little godson in uh, in October. So it actually happened to be um, the weekend of Halloween. So, well, the weekend before Halloween. Um, so I got there on like Friday and then, you know, stayed till like Sunday, Sunday evening. Uh, with them and she had a little a little holiday <laughs> Halloween gathering um and dressed the little baby up in uh like a Winnie the Pooh costume. It was so cute. He's so tiny. He's so tiny but he's so cute. So it was good to spend time with him. Um we also had been back and forth. Um we went to like a number of different weddings um over the course of the summer and beginning of fall. And so it was it was a lot going on. It was a lot going on. So without further ado, let's get on into this episode and you know how we like to start it off with what you're drinking. So for this week's episode, I have an appropriately timed uh, cocktail. It's called Sweater Weather and it's a Bartesian cocktail. They just dropped um, their new like winter um, drinks and like holiday drinks. So they have like a Christmassy themed um like two different sets of drinks so one is like the nice uh list and then one is the naughty list of drinks and so sweater weather is is a whiskey based cocktail so you know (laughs) about to be laid out um with flavors of apple orange and warming spices if you want to drink along with me then you basically take some uh, whiskey or bourbon. I still don't know the difference between um, between each one. <laughs> so two ounces of, of bourbon or whiskey, three and a half, oh no, three quarters of an ounce of lemon juice, three quarters of an ounce of like old fashioned like syrup. So if you have like, you know, it's like a drink mix, I guess. Um, and then some Luxardo cherries as a garnish so it puts you in the mind of like an old-fashioned it has those those like um the one i have has those warm like warming spices so you like cinnamon nutmeg clove you know kind of gives you those autumnal uh flavors so please drink responsibly if you are of legal age to do so so the first category on the list today is 
a follow-up to like one of the <laughs> recent episodes that I did, and that was the one about Kiki Palmer and her boyfriend, baby daddy, fiance situation. So just to recap, Kiki and her homegirls went down to Las Vegas for Usher's, um, I guess it was Usher's re- residency. Um, which casino is he? I don't know. But he's playing somewhere in Vegas a number of concerts. And, you know, he does the thing where he comes out and gets amongst the people. And, you know, some lady on v- in VIP usually gets like a lap dance or something. Uh, <laughs> I believe he pulled Kiki on stage, though. I can't remember. But, you know, Mama looked good. She was, you know, very, had very recently given that baby. But Mama snapped back. And <laughs> that prompted her baby daddy to say, you know, make comments about her outfit. And, you know, he was just saying how uh, it's the outfit for him. She's a mom. Apparently she can't, she's not supposed to dress like that. Uh, it was too much. And, you know, then he started talking about protecting his family, like all kind of BS in this like Twitter rant. Social media roasted him. He deleted his Twitter account. Um, and then several several weeks later, Usher and Kiki debut this song and vi- music video called Boyfriend. And they're essentially, you know, kind of making light of the situation and, you know, trying to make a little coin off of the drama, which I'm not mad at. But I don't know if I said this back then or if it was just like in a, you know, like text with friends or whatever. But it always seemed like a piece of the puzzle was missing, like his response and his reaction to her dancing on stage with Usher didn't align with like a normal person's reaction and apparently it wasn't normal so Kiki filed like a restraining order she filed like a uh she wants full custody of the kid and it comes out that apparently he had been abusing her like for a really long time like I don't know exactly how long but he was like physically violent and emotionally and mentally and physically abusive and things like that um yeah that was a lot um not saying that you know you want it to it just I don't know I think in searching for the answers as to why, you know, he just had this crazy reaction. Apparently, I mean, it uh, it was a lot. It was a lot to take in. And it explained pretty much everything that, you know, had transpired. Kiki had posted, like, screenshots of their, like, their nest or their um, whatever camera system from the house. And he was, like, throwing her over the, the sofa. And, like, he snatched her phone and then... It was, <laughs> it was a lot. And mm, sorry for you, Kiki, because it, uh, it's tricky because, okay, at the on the one hand, you're like, I don't know how to say this delicately, so I'm going to just <laughs> leave it there. But I feel like, you know, people are saying, well, why didn't she leave? Why didn't she leave? And I think, you know, when you're in these, it's easy when you're not in these situations to kind of judge like what's going on or what you would do if that happened to you but then when you're in it I believe it's kind of a bit harder to you know do it what you said you would have done if that had had ever happened to you because nobody wants to be abused nobody wants to be like 
threatened. Nobody wants to feel unsafe in their home or, or in their relationship. Um, and especially, but I think when you look at it, their lives or her life kind of complicated a lot of the things. So, you know, she's pregnant. So then, you know, she's a public figure. She just had a baby. Like she's the breadwinner. What is it going to look like? And I think those kind of internal, uh, questions or like doubts are probably the reason why she stayed in it for so long. Um, and then also, I believe there was like a, they're hinting at, or they have been saying that he might have mental um, health issues. Um, she said in one of the thing in the, one of the arguments, he threatened to um, commit suicide or do self-harm if she ever left him. So, you know, maybe that's probably another reason why she stayed. And, you know, I don't, you know, hindsight being 2020, I'm sure she probably would have left early, earlier, um, but... I mean, you just got to make the most of what you can at this point. Now, as more and more information keeps coming out, there is one part of all, all of this that I have a, pro a problem with. And I don't know who released the audio, but apparently Kiki's mom has been very involved in the situation. Um, and there was like a seven, almost eight minute clip from like a phone call recording somebody recorded i don't know who but apparently this was after the usher dance off so in this phone call um it says kiki's mom it's the baby daddy and then kiki's on the line too so i don't know if they're on speakerphone or what but kiki mama what's her name sharon i feel like her name is sharon i don't i don't know why so miss sharon was on the line and you know she wants to protect her baby and her grandbaby and again, you know, this abuse seems like it has been going on for a while, but Miss Sharon launched into this whole tirade about, I don't, it was just a lot. She was weaponizing, like, being gay. She kept saying Usher was gay. She kept saying that Darius sucks dick. She kept saying that him and his brother, who, his brother was on um, Insecure, and she kept saying both of them were gay. And it was just like, Miss Sharon, why you why you keep saying this? It just seemed a bit odd. Um, one that you know she was so irate, and then she was so adamant about everybody being gay, and you know questioning how much of a man they were and things like that. Like I under, I get you can be you want to be protective of your your family. I was like, but uh, to use you know to insinuate someone's gay and use that as your main line of attack like girl you could tell miss sharon is a woman of a certain age because because you know to her calling somebody gay is probably the biggest insult and attack that you can give them so um yeah i don't know miss i'm gonna have to call kiki on the carpet for this one and say uh you need to talk to your mama um before she get all y'all canceled and probably just keep her out of it keep her out of it as much as you can and so that takes us to our next uh, topic of discussion, and it kind of center centers around abuse also, so uh, maybe should have put a trigger warning um, on this episode, because there's actually a trigger warning on the lawsuit that was filed, which I never heard of that being a thing, um, but Cassie Ventura 
um, who is, she was Diddy's girlfriend for like a number of years. And she was the one who popularized, remember the haircut where the women shave like one side of their, their head and then they kept the other side long? She popularized that um, in the 2000s. And she had that song, uh, It's Me and You. So anyway, Kiki filed, I'm um, not Kiki, <laughs> Cassie, this is brown. Cassie filed a lawsuit against Diddy alleging all kinds of things, all kinds of abuse. Apparently he alleged, well, I shouldn't say apparently, allegedly he forced her to have relations with male prostitutes while he watched. Um, he beat her up a couple of times or physically abused her allegedly um, and then sent her on a vacation to Hawaii so nobody could see um, him, you know, the damage, I guess. She also says that he, there was like a lot of drugs, um, drug abuse going on. She would for, she would be forced to drink excessive amounts of alcohol, abuse drugs, and then go and then get illegal prescription drugs for Diddy, which, I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibility because he did force those people on making the band to walk all the way to Brooklyn across that bridge for a slice of cheesecake. So, I mean, he, he has a pattern. He has a pattern. Some of the other claims in the lawsuit were that um, Diddy was chasing like music executives with guns, that he forced her to carry a gun on her, which... We gonna need to talk to JLo about that because didn't they have like a situation in the club with some guns um, that one time? And then <laughs> what I found hilarious was that she's saying, or that the people are saying that Diddy blew up the car of some guy <laughs> that Cassie was dating. Apparently, she was dating Kid Cudi, who um. He got a couple songs, but he's not, like, super famous. But I hope Kid Cudi has some progressive uh, car insurance for that. Some Geico or something. But, yeah, apparently um, Cassie wants, like, $30 million. Um, but my question is, like, girl, why now? Like, you have moved on. Like, you're married. I think you have a kid um, by now. This happened... Like 10 years ago, but I mean, I guess the statute of limitations is not up um, yet. Or is this a civil suit? I'm not sure. But y'all, it's not looking good for Diddy. Um, hoping that uh, some of this is not true, but at the end of the day, nobody deserves to be victimized on a continuing, ongoing basis. Which brings us to our next category. Raise your hand if you feel personally victimized by Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith. It seems like every single week we out here minding our own business and some new bombshell revelation drops about Will and Jada. No ma'am, we are tired. I'm tired. I don't care. It's, and it's always too much. So Jada Pinkett Smith um, apparently wrote a mem released a memoir Recently, I have not read it, and I do not plan to. So, you know, she had been on a media tour recently and doing all these interviews and dropping bombshell revelations. And, you know, come to find out, she and Will 
have been separated for the past like six or seven years, haven't lived together. The reason, again, and you know, this is how you're always missing a piece of the the puzzle when somebody's reaction um, doesn't meet up, to, you know, doesn't match up to the situation. So the Oscar slap apparently was because Chris Rock, you know, in Hollywood, the people are talking. Chris Rock knew that Will and Smith, <laughs> Will and Jada were separated. So allegedly he asked Jada out on a date and Miss Will was feeling some kind of way about it. So that was the backstory that led up to the slap in the first place. But again, y'all should have said that back when it happened and, you know, not use the information to try and sell these books. I'm, I mean, get your coins. I'm not mad, but keep it real. And then another bombshell came this week and it was alleging all kind of stuff. It was Will Smith's former either bodyguard, they said best friend at one point. I don't know. It was like a lot of different caveats to this guy's um, connection. But he alleged, he said that he allegedly saw Will Smith and another actor named uh, Dwayne Martin uh, busting it down in a dressing room at some, I don't know if it was like a movie set or like TV set, something like that. Um, <laughs> he said that Will Smith was a bottom or getting murdered, as he said, um, by this other dude bent over on the sofa. I, I don't know if I believe it. One, because it was on, um, Unwind with Tasha K, and Tasha K is the woman who keeps getting sued, um, by all the celebrities like Cardi B won a, like a, what, $4 million lawsuit against Tasha K. And, um, Tasha K's brand is like breaking all these like cheating and infidelity allegations in, um, you know, in like reality TV and like pop culture and things like that. So if somebody is cheating on somebody, then she always gets the exclusive interview with like the mistress. So she had this guy on the show. He was in like a velour track suit. And I'm not going to say he looked untrustworthy, but I don't know if I believe the story. Well, I don't believe the story. I believe, well, I think I kind of believe the story, but I don't think I believe his version of the story, if that makes sense. Because like, if you're my best friend, you wouldn't be selling me out to the, to the media like that, especially not to Tasha K of all people. So that about wraps up the categories for this week. Now it's time for I said what I said. And for this week, I kind of want to get y'all's opinion on the situation because I was told that my reaction, my response would have been too uh, extreme. <laughs> but I don't know if you've heard about this situation where this um, gospel singer named Bobby Storm was on a flight... Um, I don't know where she was going, but she had just found out that she was nominated for a Grammy, which is an accomplishment, ten, you know, 10 for you, girl. We're not taking away, trying to diminish your life at all. However, in the situation, she was essentially disrupting 
the flight attendants. Apparently they were like a little delayed. They were waiting on like some kind of issue to be fixed. So they were just sitting on the plane anyway. But the flight attendants, you know, told them to stay in their seats, um, yada, yada, yada. Apparently Mamba was getting up and walking up and down the aisles. The flight attendant told her to sit down. And then she proceeds to, you know, start this monologue about how she had been nominated for a Grammy. And this is what happened. I'm going to play the clip. The seatbelt signs off. It's not a disturbance. Once you, once you hit. It's right here, babe. Okay, I am. I'm have a seat. Okay, so watch me bless him. So I used to sing on planes a long time ago. I just found out I'm up for two Grammys. My very first time, you guys. My name is Bobby Storm. And I'm up for two Grammys. I sing for the Lord, and my song is out on all platforms. It's called We Can't Forget Them. Michael McDonald cleared it. Warren G is on the original record as well. It's with Regulators. I want to share this with you guys. I wanted to do it when I first got on the plane, but I was like, you know, I, I haven't done this in a while. I've gotten to the next status, so. Are you going to be quiet? But they're enjoying it. So while we're sitting here, could I please? I'm not enjoying it. So I'm asking you, can you be quiet? Okay, well, that's I a find yes, that up. That's a yes or no uh, answer, please. Am I going to go to jail if I don't? Can you please answer my question? Are you willing and able to be quiet right now? I'm doing what the Lord is telling me to do. I'm asking you a question, yes or no. I'm your flight leader. I need you to follow my instruction. Okay. My instructions for you to answer my question. Are you able to be quiet? What right do you guys now? think? I'm asking you, ma'am. I'm asking you guys. What do you guys okay. think? Okay. If you're not able to, be, to follow my instruction, yeah. you will not be taking this flight. Ah, okay. Are so you able to be asking. quiet? If that's the case, then that's fine. If you were the so person that's yes. in charge of it all. I'm your flight leader, yes. If you were the person in charge okay. of it all, then that's okay. fine. Okay, all right. Thank all right. you. So again, yes, that is an accomplishment. Congratulations on your Grammy nomination. But I'm going to need you to sit the fuck down. <laughs> like, they already clapped for you once. They don't want to hear no more from you and that's why when she even asked um what do you guys think you know nobody said anything it was crickets i would have been like shut the fuck up <laughs> because i'm not trying to hear that um the clip goes on and she's like basically saying how you know she's uh, a gospel singer how the lord is telling her to sing the song to these people i would have been like the lord is telling me to tell you to shut up and be quiet because if she had further like disrupted the situation then it would have been like more delays because they would have had to get the air marshals and the police and then had to escort her off the plane and it would have been like a whole other ordeal and you messing up these people flight so my homegirl asked me she was like what would you do in that situation and i was like honestly baby i wouldn't know that situation was even going on because <laughs> from where i like to sit this lady was all the way back in economy. I would have been at least three glasses of sparkling wine in, and I would not be bothered. <laughs> I would not have heard or seen what the hell's going on back there. Cause like, no ma'am, that is some economy behavior for real. Like this ain't spirit, this ain't Southwest. Act like you got some sense and leave these people the hell alone. And I said what I said, but y'all write in Category is pod at gmail.com. DM me on Instagram at category is pod and let me know y'all thoughts. And before we wrap up this week's episode, it's time for tens, tens, tens across the board. And this week I'm giving tens to Spellman, 
college sophomore Zahara Jolie. She just crossed into the sweet Mu Pi chapter of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated down to Spelman in Atlanta. And Zahara is the um, daughter of Angelina Jolie. And I, did Brad Pitt ever adopt her? Legally, I'm not sure. There was a huge amount of excitement last, well, yeah, last year when Zahara um, decided to go to Spelman, historically black college, um, all, all women um, in Atlanta, which is a kind of a big deal because, you know, and like, no shade, I think people were kind of expecting like Sasha and Malia to like become or like pledge and, you know, join a sorority. Um, but they did not. Some prominent members of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated include Vice President Kamala Harris, Coretta Scott King, Katherine Johnson, Rosa Parks, just to name a few. So that about wraps up this week's episode, y'all. Stay safe, stay healthy, stay warm, and I'll see you in the next one. All right, bye. Thanks for joining me for another week. I really hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you did, please be sure to like, rate, and review the show wherever you're listening to Category Is right now. Category Is podcast is recorded in Philadelphia. The show is hosted, edited, mixed, and produced by me, Maurice Smith. 